This is the Wizards Night Shirt Podcast, episode 86. Welcome to the Wizards Nightshirt. This is episode number 86. I'm Scott, and here with me are the great Will Dini, who studied under Jarvon the Great. <laughs> oh, was it time for my introduction? It's not, yeah. a good, it's not a good intro. Sorry, sorry. He studied under Jarvon the Great. Will. Amazing. There I got. had done that in like about 20 years. Burning my eyes. <laughs> And she watched the full DVD set on how to become Shadow Weaver's apprentice, <laughs> Rebecca. It's true. Weirdly, a lot of close-up magic in that video. <laughs> <laughs> At least it's not gas. Now I'm going to show you how to do cards. <laughs> <laughs> At the Wizard's Night Show, we're visiting He-Man's Master of the Universe and She-Ra Princess of Power. Uh, today, we're reviewing episode 21, He-Man, Wizard of Stone Mountain. Uh, the original air date was uh, November 11th, 1983. And in this episode, Malik the Wizard makes a deal with a demon to win the heart of Tila. And she's not that into him. So why did we pick this one? <laughs> I've, I mean, I, I didn't mean to say it like that. But I mean, it's going with the theme of the last I one. I watched this one. And I really wanted to cover it because uh, not only was there heavy hitters on this, was it was like Paul Dini and David Wise, I think, wrote this one. Janice Diamond. Janice Diamond wrote this one. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there was a lot of really good lines, and I think the characters were really developed. And uh, they also got a hilarious, weird demon in it. And also it was just bizarre and upsetting. And this is another case of I can't be the only one to have seen this one. That's why. I will agree with you that it was bizarre and upsetting. Okay. It was. It was pretty upsetting. The some of the like the little demon stuff and yeah. <laughs> there, there were there were a lot of upsetting details. Yes. Yes. Not, not just the obsessive paramour, but also the demon. The important thing is that he knows how you feel about Tina. Also in this episode, there's uh some bad deal making being made. So what what are we thinking about in the real world about? Uh, interesting deals we remember that that stuck with us in our lives that either turned out real bad or real good or confused us thoroughly. I just I just have to say I have to swallow my pride every day just to make little deals with my children <laughs> to make them do things. Uh-huh. And I don't need to go into details because people with kids understand that. And yeah, it is. Somebody at work was just telling me about how sometimes. how um, he made agreement with his kids that if they agree to stay in bed until 7 a.m., they get to eat the dirty cereal. And he said it's changed his life. So things like that is what I'm imagining. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. So sometimes when my kids get up on the weekends and something like that, well, they'll be on. They can they can have a little bit extra time so that I might be able to sleep an extra 20 minutes. Yeah. On their on watching TV or iPad or something like that or whatever. Uh, I'll tell you an interest, interesting one, and I'll decide if I want to edit this out later. But I've been sitting on it forever. Um, when I was a kid, um, I didn't want to go to the bathroom ever, and so <laughs> my parents made a deal with me that if I went, they would give me a He-Man toy, and 
I re- no, this is too. This is too. Wait, 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 wait. In a diaper? What? In a diaper or in like no, no, just, no. just all together? Yeah. In like in the so, when you were potty training. I guess. Were so. you potty training? Look, constipation issues. Okay. Oh, okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. All right. And that's how I earned Cyclone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I still remember. I worked hard for Cyclone. I was like, I wouldn't have been with intentions. Like, I'm getting, we're, we're in here. We are getting Cyclone, okay? Oh. When I come out of this room, it's Cyclone time. I know they already bought him. It's just a matter of me getting this done. The question is, will your parent, <laughs> do you think your parents were more excited when you went to the bathroom the first time or, like, every time you did it later on? I didn't go that much, so it wasn't a problem for them. Okay. <laughs> Gee, I wonder what in your robust Georgian diet of like ribs and and mashed potatoes. Was yeah, how did that not that flow problem? through you? <laughs> how did it? How did it stay in you? That's what like, I want to I, know. I, uh, you know, eventually I spaded my palate to Ghostbuster cereal and um, ecto coolers, and you know I'm okay now. Okay, right. I'm, I'm happy to hear it. Okay. Rebecca, did you make a similar deal or any deals <laughs> in your life? Maybe you have more respectable deals, maybe Coles or something. <laughs> Ooh la la, a real deal. I never had any bathroom problems. My, bra- my, my bathroom probably would have been the opposite, which is like I didn't want to stop playing to go to the bathroom. I see, I see. So they'd be like, you're going to have to stop and take a break. And I'm like, but I'm busy. I'm busy. All right, I yeah. see, I see. You know, I'm busy. Just really, say, I'm busy. I'm busy, <laughs> Mom. No, that's the same. It's the same thing with Grant. Grant will go. Donahue like, was wait, on. Not, not, not anymore. Not anymore. He's, he hasn't done that. He hasn't done that in a while, but yeah. he used to have that issue. Like, yeah. When he was potty training and stuff like that, he would be playing or something, yeah. and he would just be like, "You don't want to take time out of your busy schedule." I went, and you're like, "What?" The, ba- the bathroom's literally like two feet away from it's where done. you're don't at. Don't even worry about it. It's yeah. done. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah. So, like, but I'm over here trying to make a swimming pool out of this basket for my toys. <laughs> this is very important. I need to be working on this and concentrate on this. Yeah, no, I didn't, I never. Okay, so you know that parenting deals did not happen to me when I was a child because you were I was, your not, own I was parent. not parented. Yeah. So you, were, you know, you were you were you were wild. I never. Is, I is, never is, is just because your mom was working? Is that why? <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> Mike is more born grown. I was. She's born, I, she's born like a wolf. Yeah. I know. Or a rooster. Five five to sixty five. <laughs> Basically, I remember getting really mad when I was like eight years old because I had to write my first report in school and we had to go and look up how to do it. Like we had to go to the library and look at the encyclopedias mm-hmm. as you did at the time. Yeah. And I remember my sister who is three and a half years older than me. She was like, okay, I want to show you how to use the encyclopedia. Like, here you go. Like, here's how you do it. And here's how you look something up. I'm like, I know how to write a report. Like I was, I, I, was convinced that I well, I, but you were indignant because in principle of you course should. I knew how I knew how to write. I've yeah. written scores of reports my entire life. <laughs> I've been doing this for centuries. Okay, don't tell me how to write a report. I knew that I knew how that's to do it. That's very in keeping. I think that's very funny. Yeah, it's like it's like I've always been in charge. I've yeah. known everything, and I will and I will know because I've always had to. Yeah, well, don't don't tell me how to do that. That's so funny. Well, since you were you were already growing, you were real young. Did you also um, take the liberty of signing up for the best deal in the history of the universe, which was the Columbia House Records no. deal? <laughs> no, only yeah, middle my... class kids felt brazen enough to get away with that. <laughs> That's true. When That's the bill true. when the bill collectors are calling your house, you know you can't you can't be tussling with Columbia House. You're like, but what if it's not just 10 CDs for a penny. 
right. Yeah. That's true. That's CDs true. or cassettes. It was. It was 10 CDs for a penny. Yeah. But then the next one was like $80. <laughs> yeah, like, that, was, that was when... Your 11th CD will be forty nine ninety five, and you're like, wait a minute, what? Yeah. Yeah. A lot, a lot of kids had to have talks with their dads at, after that. That's yeah. very funny. Yeah, I, don't, I don't have bad deals in my life. I just know good deals. Like, you know, the Kroger buy five, save five dollars. That's a deal. <laughs> That's, That's a, a deal big, right yeah. there. It's a big deal in our house. Sometimes I shop that sale. I get my hands swatted from the shelves. Not on buy five. Not on buy five. No. <laughs> I say don't put it in the cart willy nilly. I got to keep it corralled here yeah. where I know it's the buy That's five. That's true. She thinks it's like Tetris and they disappear when you have five of them together. You do. You got to <laughs> count that. Yeah. Do you want your deal? Do you want that box of commonly See, used items for four dollars a box, or do you want it for three? Yeah, and I, I have to count too every time. I'm like, okay, and what, how many do I have now? Eight. I'm like, okay, I need two more. And like, I I will pick an item that I'm like, I can buy two more of those items. I can buy two more of those. Oh yeah, and, I, and I'll be okay they with it. They got you. They got you. No, they got you for like a thing you buy all the time anyway, but you just get it for cheaper. Like those zone bars. That's true. 14 grams of protein and 210 calories. Give me seven more boxes. It is all I eat. <laughs> oh, so I've, I've been eating, sorry, I just, whatever. <laughs> sorry, since we're talking about that protein wise, I've been eating egg whites and stuff. It is 150 calories, 25 grams of protein. It's, you know, it's good, good stuff. Well, just do you just fix them on their own? What do you? Yeah, yeah. You... I put it. I put some like cilantro, onions in them, and salt, and cook and them just, up. Like, whoop, whoop. Yeah. Well, no, do I, don't, I don't drink them. No, 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 no. I, I, I fry. I cook them in the pan. Make so it like, like, like sort an of omelet. like an omelet. Yeah, it's okay. like an omelet. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah, it's good it stuff. Good. That's what I. It's, it's be better than drinking the yeah drinking it or whatever i don't know i love me egg lumps in the morning <laughs> it's and, good and it good will stuff. help we'll go to the bathroom for a man <laughs> <laughs> you gotta eat the broccoli with it you gotta eat the broccoli with that if, if, if you want to keep going clearly with, with our newsletter will always. has a lot of shame and he, can, he can't uh, share this with I can't everyone can't contain it anymore <laughs> speaking He's of somebody, let it go. somebody who should have a lot of shame is a wizard named Malik who lives on Stone Mountain yes. in a tower. And we open our episode with Malik pining for the beautiful Tila and saying, who's, he's also saying creepy things about how he'll make her mine. Another day wasted in this lonely tower. Me, Malik, the mighty wizard of Stone Mountain, held prisoner by the memory of the one I love. And he's ruining the day she decided to join the royal guard instead of. Yeah, there's there's a lot of backstory in this soliloquy. <laughs> yeah. Lucky for us, we caught him right as he was lamenting where his whole life went wrong. Mm -hmm. Although he probably does that all day, every day, up in the wizard's tower. Oh, gee, I wonder why Tila wasn't interested. Yeah, I know. I know. Jeez. He's got a lot going on. Was he trapped there? I wasn't. I, I don't think so. I think I think yeah. that's his He's life. He's there. Okay. Self-imposed isolation. Okay. That's not you a know? good sign when somebody's looking at your living and they're like, "Are you trapped here? <laughs> <laughs> have you elected to live this do life?" You, do, you, do you think most of the major, be the better wizards, they would have their own like tower or something like that? I Maybe think in he that, is in, in a that tower. World? I think he is. In I know a tower. that's what I'm saying. In that world, though, do you think they had? Oh, it's like, like if you have magic powers, like yeah, when you burned you're, a you're, tower. Yeah, yeah. Well, like, what's his name with the cosmos? He had his own, like, Z mountain. Zagraz? Yeah, Zagraz, yeah. I think so. I think mountains are popular real estate for wizards. Yeah, caves, uh, maybe. Yeah. Well, if you're a dirty wizard, yeah. Yeah. 
Fart wizard. Yeah. <laughs> Ga- I'm sorry, gas wizard. <laughs> yeah. Get it right! <laughs> <laughs> Heavy cloaks. Yes. Um, Keep that contained. In the middle of his uh, lovelorn soliloquy, a comely assistant enters the room, and her name is Karine, and he whirls around at her. And he says, I didn't call for you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he is very rude to his assistant. Like, there's nothing outwardly wrong with her, and he's like, you hideous old crone. <laughs> yeah. Curry, yeah. I didn't call for you. But I heard a noise. I thought you needed help. Well, you thought wrong, assistant. Now leave me. We'll go over your magic lessons later. So, basically, I think what we're seeing here that whatever Malik is trying to blame on other people, he needs to look inward for his uh, self-sabotaging habits. Mm-hmm. I think the reason Malik does not have love is Malik. Yeah, he's pretty he's pretty involved in himself, I think. Yeah, and he's like I guess he's he's a young quote unquote good looking wizard. He's got a very speaking. large shoulder span for a wizard. Yeah, he doesn't have like a an active paunch. Yeah, that's a know? good that's a good thing for a wizard to yeah. Cuz a lot of them do. But a bowl cut. They just yeah, have a bowl cut. Not, not, not great in the hairdo department, but really, who in Eternia is? Uh, is <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is doing so, well. bowl cut in Eternia is like the standard. Yeah, it's, that's pretty good. Yeah. A, yeah, standard, like. The handsome. best you can do is put a helmet over your head. <laughs> yeah, like, we're just going to avoid the issue entirely. <laughs> I, was, I, 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 was, I was trying to think of a good haircut in the 80s that was, uh, that was popular with men. The Flock best, of seagulls. I was going to say, the, uh, the best you're going mean, to do like, is like a spiky, blonde do, evil dojo hair. Yeah, if maybe. you're a bad guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, bad guy. I, yeah, I was thinking just in general, if like, you're a, like cool a, heart, a heartthrob. If you had a helmet and pants, they'd be like, art thou a king? Yeah. <laughs> you have pants. Go to see Tila again, but she'd only reject me like before. Still. So sensing his mind. weakness and pitifulness and craziness, uh, a demon appears to Malik, and his name is Locus. And I really want to spend a a good amount of time talking about what Locus looks like and everything we think about Locus. Greetings, Malak. Who are you? I am Locus, a special messenger sent by my master. All right. Locus looks horrible. Yes, he does. I love him. I love Locus a lot. He is a horrible creature. He is part imp, part gargoyle, right? He's like a. He's colored in an interesting way. He's like a skinny finx with bat wings. Yeah. Okay, there you go. He's got an orange body, black briefs. Yeah, a, a peach-colored head. <laughs> <laughs> he's like a old, he's like a like an old ugly man with like yeah. a with like a skinny exactly lion what I body. It was. They, they 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 picked like they picked like like uh, what's his name Ron the guy on the corner over there. <laughs> he's like that guy's got a dad bod. Let's let, let's make him into a demon. And he was and he's he's, he's 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 gross. And he's he's got this. He's also got auburn hair, but like black brows. So yeah. it's like, which is your natural hue? I don't even know. He looks kind of like yeah. He um he's got this. He's also got the, like my my favorite voices is the uh, voice that um Azrog. It's the Azrog voice oh, okay. that Alan Oppenheimer does, and it's it's really high pitched and it's real really upsetting, and it's just the perfect demon voice for that little thing. I just love it so much. He's just, I'm really grossed out by his black briefs. Yeah, I'm glad he got them. I mean, yes, we're glad he got briefs, but then also I think about him 
looking at the pitiful array of wares at the Eternian Coles or wherever it is he's shopping, and he's like, I need something a little sexy. Like, you know, like, <laughs> right, like, right. Like, no, he could have got the boxer briefs. He could have got gray briefs. He could have got some some jobber blue briefs. Or, no. or tattered pants is pretty popular with okay, demons. Okay, tattered shorts would have been more appropriate. But I love he was like, I need every, I need to keep everything a little snug, and I got to keep it looking slick. Yeah, I got to I got to feel I got to feel a little a little sensual when I'm making these deals. <laughs> I'm gonna hit the beach as soon as I'm done with. Do you this. think he had like flames on the back or something like that of his of his uh, tights there of his Probably. underwear? I think that would be good for you know, horns. Maybe they were flame retardant, and that's why he needed that particular pair. So he's making a deal. A dirty deal. With Malik. And I do mean a dirty deal, because that dude looks dirty. <laughs> he can, he, <laughs> he can, just looks dirty He can general. grant a deal unwashed. through the power of his mysterious master. <clears throat> and, of course, Malik wants um, help winning Tila's heart. So Locus gives him a creepy handshake that has a little bit of a power zap when he does it. And then Locus flies out the window and immediately proceeds to bust the dam outside and ruin everybody's crops. Yes. And Malik tries to stop it with a spell, but then Malik has gained the power to stop... <laughs> excuse me, but then Locus has gained the power to stop Malik's magic and pretty much just like swats his hand away. And Malik's like, he controls me now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Consider this a warning, Malik. From now on, I'm in charge. <laughs> and so we go now to the palace. Orko is infuriating Duncan with some spells. He's making a rain cloud over Duncan, and Duncan is... Um, glowering at him. Just impotently angry. <laughs> I love how Duncan's like not even moving from the spot where he's rooted. He's yes. just standing there. He didn't say a lot. They did an animation where his face went like beat red with anger, which was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah he, was, he was pretty <laughs> <laughs> Yet not angry enough to walk away several steps. Adam says like, this is all great, but I'm late for my combat lesson with Tila. So uh, Adam decides to go to his combat lesson with Tila, and they do a quick cut, and she is hilarious. She is just launching into this scene, and she's like, "You black-hearted villain!" <laughs> yeah, she's she's doing some good like role play to get Adam yeah. in the mood for good sword fighting. <laughs> it's only partially effective. Okay, take it easy, will you? Oh come on, Adam! I'm just trying to make your combat lesson fun. Yeah, she is. Talk about somebody running hot. Like, she is just, she is intense. It was super funny. It is funny, and I do really enjoy this character detail about Tila a lot. And um, I also like how they're setting up the fact that they're going to spend the rest of the episode just getting her riled up. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when she says he needs to work harder, and he was like, why? Aren't you my bodyguard? <laughs> like, he's just messing with her. Yeah. And as someone who runs hot, I understand. Like, I'm, just, I'm equally tickled and infuriated for her. <laughs> I understand how terrible that is. It was a good gag throughout the episode. Uh, but it gets more problematic when we uh, are in the realm of Malik in his stupid lovelorn <laughs> self that we just can't even with that. True. Yeah. I do. But this was really cute. Well, like you were saying, I, I really, really like... 
uh, their handle on these characters, though. Like, that's a show I want to watch. You can understand why they would be friends and what their dynamic is. And they also seem to really appreciate Tila's actual position, which I really like. They keep yes. really underscoring that she's captain of the Royal Guard and that she's actually the bodyguard and that she actually knows how to sword fight and Adam doesn't. Uh, I, I, did, I did enjoy that. Oh, but in the middle of their lesson, Ram Man makes an absurd entrance. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he does. Does he ever not make an absurd entrance? You just gotta use your head. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Only you could make an appearance like that, Ram Man. <laughs> I thought, okay, so so the imp gargoyle, uh, Locus, is here. He's he's about to do his his. Impersonate dirty, somebody. Yes, you could just wander into the palace. He literally changes out of the demon thing and makes the guy version of that. Of the demon. Demon. Yes. Yeah. It's it's just just like, this is the guy I was based on. <laughs> <laughs> Who is a dude. And I was very confused by Ram Still Man's, scummy. Like, I, I was confused by Ram Man's entrance because I thought Ram Man had seen the gargoyle. He had, I was going to apprise them of yes, it. Yes, I thought that Ram Man was boinging in to like you know, to, to warn everybody. But no, he was just going to have anything in. to do that day. Yeah, he was just he around. He doesn't get it. He only sees forward. He can't see. He can't <laughs> oh, see. Oh, what's up at the palace? Yeah. Yeah. The the boinging was unnecessary. And then Tila's like, all right, we're just going to call it a day. <laughs> and that's pretty much what happens. And of course, they, they decide they're going to go eat lunch and Tila has to stay and clean up all the shields and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's when um, the imp makes his disguise, the scumbag version of himself and shows up and he's like, I'm a normal like, human man. Yeah. They're there just like common people just walking around the castle. I guess so. <laughs> they could just walk up and air their grievances. Yeah. Apparently. Like, where did you even come from? Like she wasn't even <laughs> asking questions. It, uh, he says that uh, the wizard Malik has destroyed all our crops out of loneliness for you. <laughs> She's of, like, checks out. Out of loneliness for you. Now, here's where we're starting to do Taylor wrong. Yeah. This whole show, this whole series, as I have discussed at length, does Taylor wrong because they never hashtag tell Taylor like they were supposed to. Mm -hmm. I eventually just came to the conclusion that Taylor always already knew about He-Man and they just play along, okay? But they didn't hashtag tell Taylor on this episode either. And, and everybody is telling her that this man is doing terrible acts because of her. And that is some victim-blaming nonsense. It's ridiculous. He didn't do it because of her. He did it because he's a piece of crap person. <laughs> Tila ain't got nothing to do with it. Leave her out of it. Y'all leave Tila alone. Leave her alone. Kill uh, it. Quit doing Tila wrong. <laughs> Don't do her wrong Yeah, no we, we like, we like, uh, we like, Tila, and it's it's weird. It's yeah, it's weird making her the the subject of his weirdness. I was actually reading that in the original script they had this uh, wizard of a different name pining for Queen Marlena, which I don't know if is much better. But I'm especially indignant about T Tila because it's just it's nuts. she's already been done wrong. Mm -hmm. Marlena at least chose to live on Eternia. <laughs> she chose this ridiculous life. Tila was found in a nest. By some strange man as a bird <laughs> child and is being raised in a very weird way, okay? <laughs> Y'all leave Tila alone. Just let her do. Let her do her job. 
Quit telling her that a man did something bad because of her. So, uh, should we briefly talk about the lunch that uh, Adam and Ram Man have? Sure. I don't remember the actual food, but in the middle of their meal, Ram Man asks if Cringer can uh, sit up and beg for food. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, well, very I remember indignant. that. I remember that part. The only thing I'll beg is your pardon, which was a great line. That is pretty funny. I also love Ram Man and Cringer having like petty arguments. <laughs> that's about the level of discourse there. <laughs> Uh, so, equally matched. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Ram Man loses the battle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Tila starts recruiting her uh, team, and then they uh, set off to Malik's castle. And I uh, really enjoyed this animation where you see the battle ram uh, coursing through the woods, and Tila's kind of like perching on the side of the battle ram while Ram Man's driving it. I thought it was just really cool animation. I really like that. (laughs) And then He-Man rides up alongside them on Battle Cat and is like, catch me up on what's going on, which was also pretty cool, I thought. And um, (laughs) Tila's talking about it. And then then He-Man's like, wasn't that your old boyfriend? (laughs) Malik, your old boyfriend? Don't you start in on it too. Are you going to help us or not? <laughs> Lead on, Captain. Yes, they do the gag multiple times where everyone says, wasn't that your old boyfriend? And that is funny. It was It was pretty it's funny. It's funny. Especially because you know that they they know of it's course. funny. Of course, and they're just messing with her. And um, <laughs> and this, this also is a side of He-Man that I really liked. I always like thinking of He-Man as actually being pretty clever the same way Adam is and just really dry. And I feel like this interpretation of him reminded me of, like, Superman in the Justice League cartoons, like, you know, that Paul Dini and folks would be in charge of. And I, I just, I really like that idea of, of He-Man being actually kind of sharp. I, I do, too, like his, uh, his dry humor. So, uh, when we get back, we're checking back in with the Wizard's Tower, uh-huh. yeah? Mm-hmm. And here we see Corrine, the assistant, with her puffed sleeves. I think this is when... Locus animates the hanging skeleton decoration. Okay. Yeah, and, makes it into some weird bird looking thing. <laughs> and uh, they, and the bird like scoops her up in a bottle and carries her out the window. <laughs> as, as a bird does. And He-Man's team sees this and they try to shoot her down. And again... I'm not going to take you through all the tedious action, but but well, she she tells she tells He-Man to shoot her down, right? Because and then she he says okay, and then she uh, she falls and grows magic wings. Yeah, like she's in a like a cloche, like a like a um, fancy thing you would put cheeses under, and she has magic to make it grow wings. Which so we're seeing Kareen is actually a skilled magician herself. Although, Malik doesn't care. Maybe he's a good teacher, or maybe she was just already a good magician. Who knows? I did like how the, the Sky Slug did get uh, uh, caught on fire and blew up. Yeah, Duncan would be real happy about that. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, so, now with, the, uh, uh, now with their new ally, they um, get a flashback from Tila about what this whole thing is about. And we get to see... <laughs> we get to see a flashback where she talks about being about studying for a little bit at the City of Wisdom. I spent several months studying in the City of Wisdom. It was there that I met Malik, who was training to become a master wizard. 
always seemed like a nice enough fellow. Such a beautiful girl deserves the finest gown magic can produce. Yeah, Though I thought that was nice. So it's like her being in college. Sure. And uh, she's like studying with books in the courtyard and everything. And she talks about meeting Malik, who is... Uh, Super sexy. And even, and even then... Uh, <laughs> obsessive and too much and he tries to impress her with spells but ends up casting a spell that like turns her clothes ratty and then uh like more time passes and he tries again and tries to like make flowers for her and stuff but he thinks that entitles him to her affections and she's just still not impressed and as she says she never saw him as more than a casual friend and he just couldn't handle it my my question is is the hair's hairdo that tila has is that supposed to be a younger version of Tila? <laughs> uh, it's shorter. It's shorter. Oh yeah, I, I feel like it, it takes was... a long time to grow that do that you can wrap up in the tiara. It takes a long time. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. I'll, I'll give you that. I it guess. is. It is a little kind of like a little grandma do. Yeah, I, I do like her little swirl. It's a good hairdo. <laughs> so we see Malik's weird obsessive entitlement to her affections and everything, and then when she gets done with the uh, flashback, weirdo. Uh, Kareen, who's there, she's like, some would be honored. Some women would be honored to have Malik care for them. Like it or not, I think you've got a rival. Like, yeah. boy, boy, take it down, and that's super weird. Yeah, he, he, she says he did all of these things all out of love for Tila. And it's like, no, he doesn't know. It has nothing to do with Tila. You need to quit it. Yeah. Everyone in this story is terrible. Yeah, I, uh, <laughs> I get real skeeved out by um, romanticizing like lovelorn dudes who act like they're like entitled stuff or whatever. Like, I don't even want to, I don't even have to get into a whole thing, but like, I really enjoyed the new season of The Punisher, for example, but I feel like they romanticized the bad guy a little too much with like, you know, when he was hanging out and getting evil this is, this with, is, with his therapist. Second, did he yeah. have second season? Yeah. When he was like getting evil with his therapist and they made him like way too sympathetic and be like, oh, he's still kind of sad. It's like, no, he's real messed up. It's not great. So. Yeah, wasn't there this other, the, there's a series on Netflix called You? Yeah. About like a man who is obsessively stalking, I guess, a bookstore employee. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've heard about this or whatever. All I've seen is that people are like doing thirst tweets about the dude. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah, that's not well, great. The, well, they, there's there, there was an issue with the the one that Al Bundy or no Al Bundy. Ted Bundy. <laughs> Ted Bundy. Not oh, Al Bundy. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, the 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 Ted Bundy things where the, it was a uh, trending thing or whatever uh, after they released the Ted Bundy tapes or whatever uh -huh. it was. Yeah. Oh, he's pretty hot and like say it's like I, know, he, that, that, I mean that's how he that that's how he survived was because he was yeah, yeah so uh, yeah people might have been starting out like being like tongue in cheek being funny about it but that but that, that no, narrative no, they, starts getting too yeah. mainstream no I, and, I think this is like legit serious yeah. about it like not even yeah it gets very creepy and you, it really makes you wonder about the people who you know maybe romanticize a man who was obsessive it's like girl you can find somebody who pay attention to you he doesn't have to murder people or kidnap <laughs> people like there's plenty of just good old dudes out there who will pay you attention and it'll it, be fine and that also that like near sort of dovetails with like the broken guy is like it's like the woman's job to like fix him and stuff They're like, and it's like oh come you can see the beauty on. in him i can see the beauty in malik and how he's all sh short with me and being like, a about his magic yeah that's not her job you aren't yeah that's but <sighs> yet that uh that narrative 
bothers me excessively, and I don't love it. <laughs> and when a dude does something bad, he didn't do it because of you. So, gender's reversed. I mean, you know, it could be applied to anyone who is obsessive. And anyone who threatens harm, whether it's self-harm or harm to others, that's not okay. Mm -hmm. It ain't cute. It's not a sign of devotion. It is a sign of unhealthy attachment. And you need to run. <laughs> run, Tila. Run, Kareem. Run, all of y'all. Run. And, Everybody run. And this proves pretty true because in the next second, uh, Malik shows up and, like, levitates Tila away <laughs> from her party and deposits her in his crazy Cupid romance room, which was kind of funny because <laughs> it was so crazy. Weird. It was really funny because there's like a Cupid statue and there's like all these pillows and Tila is like, what the? <laughs> well, you, you would think also he has a magic carpet. I mean, you think he would get some women with that. <laughs> just flying around town. Just be like, hey, you want to get on a magic carpet? Uh, so Tila... Tila, I, I did like how she uh, states it pretty clearly right at the front, though. She's like, you can't force me to love you. It's not going to happen. And then Locust pretty much agrees, and he's like, yeah, it's not going to happen. And also, I'm just, like, calling this off, and I need my payment. And then also, like, the very important detail that Locust springs to life because he was disguising himself as the Cupid. Oh, yeah, statue. that's right. Yeah. Like, boing. <laughs> hey, lady. I'm this gross guy sitting right here next to you. <laughs> Wait. What, what's happening? As I said, wizard, your time is up. Now you have to pay me for bringing you Tila. Hey, lady. <laughs> that would have been funny if she would have shrieked like, oh, God. Shot you with an arrow. Well, somehow you're the second grossest person <laughs> in this room. That's funny. <sighs> so he demands his God. payment from Malik, and his payment is Malik's soul. <laughs> like, he's going hard. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> and so uh, Locus calls in his uh, mysterious master to uh, collect the payment. And I really enjoyed this part. His master is no less than the spirit of evil, the master of darkness, and destroyer of hope, and such and such. Yeah. It's the devil. It's the masters of the universe devil I am in evil the fireplace. So I was going to say, the fireplace is the kicker. Because he's like, <laughs> I am evil itself. I live in the fireplace. You got a better place for me to be. seven <laughs> I have come for you. I feel like I feel like they phoned it in a little bit on the on on the devil. It's like I don't know. But he like, just looks like a big blob of fire. He was, yeah, he was I mean, triangling. I, 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 I'm sure that they thought about it and everything else, and they had a good idea, and it was fine. It was just like wasn't. Well, I did the I hard like they, I did the hard work of looking at the wiki page for okay. this, and in the trivia, you say that, but I never do that. <laughs> in the trivia, it I says never see you doing that. that the original design was super scary, as you might have expected, and okay. it was real devil-like, and they decided to cutesy him up and make him sort of like a triangle fire monster instead. Okay. But, I mean, they, they could make him a fire monster, but not make him, like, Pizza the Hut. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's a Spaceballs reference. <laughs> and then also, uh, the fact that they did make him live in the fireplace, you would think that that would be scary for children who have fireplaces in their home. Mm -hmm. Really? Devil did they it? have the original designs on there? No. Um, uh, they described it, though. I feel like it, it had horns and such. 
Um, so <laughs> also, I love how we have to gas He Man up too. Like it's big you know, time. So like he has to say to He Man, "So we face each other at last." Because of course He Man's here at this. He's point. He's like, "Oh yeah, I heard about that. I heard about you. Yeah, definitely." Because the devil definitely knows about He Man. Because everybody does. You know. <laughs> well, He Man's like, "I've never heard about you." I'm in the Bible. <laughs> My name is He-Man. He-Man. So we face each other at last. Who? What are you? I am the master of fear. <laughs> I'm in all the holy books. The enemy of mankind. Oh, well, He-Man. Um. Uh, we should make that religion. That would be good. <laughs> you know what? There are people on planet Earth who would genuinely follow it, and I don't know where they are, but if they there exist. are, if there are that many followers for the Jedi religion, I'm sure that we could get we could get a few for it's the true. He-Man religion. Yeah. So when He-Man and the spirit of evil fight, and the spirit of evil starts saying things like, <laughs> "We're equally matched." Like, yeah. Like, he literally said that. Also, He-Man starts fighting him. He's like grappling with him. He starts pushing on fire. Like, you know, like he's, he's just pushing on and the, a And he says, "Wrinkly match, I could fight you for years. Incredible. Your goodness is equal to my own dark power. I could fight you for years. And, and he's just like, I'm willing. And so uh, Karine says that, you know, this doesn't have to go on. She, instead of Malik's soul, she will give her soul willingly, even though he's a toad. <sighs> Come on, girl. Like, I'd be like, done deal, done deal. Sounds good. Peaceful resolution. Oh, my. Just come on now. Listen, you're not going to save somebody by offering yourself up for them. And I don't care who you are and what the relationship is. You cannot be responsible for somebody else's mess. Don't do it. I don't care if you're Kareen and He-Man, who ain't even real, or you in your own real life. Don't offer yourself up for somebody else. Now that's a good moral. It is. That's a good moral for this episode. That's it is. One. It's better than whatever crap Tila said. Wrong well, things will catch up with you. Yeah, no, Tila, that's terrible. Do well, what I say. Well, look, it works here because her lo- her gesture of love, craziness, uh, wounds the devil, and the devil's like, oh, I've been cheated. And uh, he goes away. But when he, before he goes away, he's like, you and I will meet again. He, man, we're destined to. And he, man, was like, I'll count on it. And then two seconds later, he forgets this ever happened. It's like, yeah. one day I'll fight for the fate of all humankind. It's like, there was something. There was this thing I was supposed to do. Yeah, no. He doesn't remember. He, does, he doesn't need to remember. And then he looks into the fireplace one night and still doesn't remember. Still don't remember. Still don't remember. <laughs> It's like it's like a fire. It's like a fire face comes out. Yeah, like he's still just crouching in there. He's like, Are we friends? Are we Do good? I owe you money? Are we good. And then he throws water on him. <laughs> so they're they're outside. Uh, everybody's seen the error of all the ways. Oh yeah, and then so Malik realizes he is in love with this lady who offered her soul to the devil for him. And also, how can you not feel like? Like the second pickings. I mean, it's like, love the one you're with, I guess. I mean, dang. By the way, doesn't that song so depressing to you? (laughs) Love the one you're with? I always just really bums me out whenever I hear that. Yeah. I don't know. Already with her. Yeah, I can't do no better. Can't do any better. You're here. They should just call it, you're here. You're there. You picked it. I see. I I interpret that as more of a hippie, freewheeling kind of like. Like, you're too lazy to go across town and see Charlene. 
I'll so you're fall gonna in just, love with you. So you're just going to do it with Tina, who's right here. That's, I just kind of <laughs> always feel that. Whoa, yeah. I can't get any gas money to go to see my lady Charlene. She's up in Sacramento. And it's like, but I'm here. Like, you know what I, I So think, vivid, this I know. Story. I think that that's really how the song was written. <laughs> <laughs> and then, so that's what Malik is doing now. So uh, then uh, He-Man asks Tila if there is someone she's fond of. And then she says, well, I have my own someone. And then uh, it's Ram Man. <laughs> yeah. I told you guys about this like it a happens. year ago. And we were like, well, really? And then Ram Man struts. And he's like, hey, if you got it, you got it. Which I liked a it's lot. It's true. It was really funny. They were yeah, just fun and on He-Man. Coming, Ram Man. <laughs> Ram Man. Although, did Ram funny. Man know that they were just fun and on He-Man? He'll forget also. <laughs> He'll ram <laughs> something yeah. later. Uh, yeah. It's pretty great. I forgot. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right, so we've heard what the moral should be, but the moral in this episode is, uh, what was it again? Oh, oh, if you do something bad, it's going to come back yeah, around. wrong things will catch up to you. That's what I have written down. Okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. What wrong thing caught up to him making a deal with the devil? Yeah, that'll catch <laughs> yeah, that up. Do, yeah. Always catches up. And I was going to live a perfect life being excellent at playing rock and roll guitar. <laughs> Wait, what? The crossroads are a sacred space. All right. Uh, Rebecca, did you make a deal with the devil to give this a 5.0? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to give this one. I almost need to want to give it like a score taking the problematic things out of it, but you can't. But you can't. So... I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm, I'm actually struggling with a number, too. I'm going to go 4.2... Holy smokes. Demon underpants, because I love Locus. I just... He makes me laugh so hard. He is so funny. But um, with a strong asterisk demerit for the whole Kareen and Malik thing really being very upsetting. But it was so funny, and they got uh, He-Man... And uh, Tila's character is so right, and I just wish that was their dynamic for the whole series. And if they ever made a movie, I think that's perfect. I like seeing Adam being very urbane, and I like He-Man being super dry, and Tila being running real hot. And uh, I think it's super good. So, yeah, that's kind of where I am. I'm open. I'm open to discussion, but those are my sentiments. Okay, I'm running hot. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if I okay. can. Okay. Uh... Is it less than three? No, I was going to do about it. You love that underpants monkey. I did. It was horrible. I'd love I the loved stuffed it. animal of him. I would, <laughs> would and would not. I'm going to have to, <laughs> I'm going to have to like dock it a lot. Uh-huh. Oh, have you seen the subreddit called? It makes me feel better about my being high. Have you Don't seen? cover my mouth. <laughs> Don't cover my mouth. You talk when I'm trying to. <laughs> Have you seen the, the subreddit called Thanks I Hate It? Uh, Where it's oh, just like funny. somebody like will show you a picture of something terrible, like say a stuffed animal of that demon with underpants, yeah. and it'd be like Thanks I Hate It. Like uh -huh. that's what the whole thing is. It's really funny. Yeah. It is, but that would be Thanks I Hate It. Okay, I get so mad, so mad that they done Tila wrong, and I can't handle it, and I'm. Just running hot. If I had to go like like three point five. Okay. Well, I think that lets me feel but better I did, like, about all the my weird high. Things. Yeah, but I, I loved all the weird things about it. And didn't though. you like their dynamic between Tila and Adam? I did. I did like. That I like a lot. how I like seeing why they would be friends. One more point. <laughs> I loved them teasing Tila about. Like, oh, it's your boyfriend. Your friends can do that to you, but when other people 
other entities start saying that man did bad because of you. Yeah. That's where we get. Right, that's right. where we go off track. Right. That's, I don't love he, that. Yeah. But but Locust was great. Also, tell Tila. Okay. Uh, Scott, did you want to hear mine or yeah. no? Uh, not really. I don't know if there's room. I, I was. Yeah. I'll split it down the middle. It's okay. like three three point nine. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I thought I thought it was pretty good. I I really enjoyed the Locust and I. I didn't. I enjoyed the premise of the devil thing and everything yeah. <laughs> else, kind of playing with that with uh -huh. the He-Man universe and everything. I mean, I, I did the whole banter between the, you know Ram Man and and, and Cringer and the and the ending with Ram Man doing the joke about uh -huh. you know dating and Tila. I mean, that that was all good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're saying like even like the dynamic. I feel like shows up a couple times throughout the series with the uh, with uh, Tila and He-Man and you know yeah. and uh, Prince Adam. So. Yeah, and that's why. It's good. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. It was certainly a weird one. It was worth seeing. It was an experience. I, that's what I'm living for. I enjoyed watching both of the, the last two that we watched All right. Together. Sometimes, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to endure something for a reward, and that's why you all get a cyclone for watching this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Yay. <laughs> I finally did it. And that's our show for today. And it's our last episode for a little while, but don't fret. We'll be back with new episodes of the Wizards Nightshirt podcast in May when we review season two of She-Ra and the Princesses of Power. And in the summertime, we'll hit you with a few more new episodes of the He-Man Review podcast. So stay tuned and follow our episode guide at thewizardsnightshirt.com. And if you have questions, comments, or love letters for us to discuss, you can email us at rumors at thewizardsnightshirt.com. And if you're wondering if you should sacrifice yourself for your lover because they are an ingrate and you think the fireplace devil is going to win you their affection, also email us. I'm going to tell you you're wrong. <laughs> Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, and subscribe to the show on iTunes and Spotify. I didn't write that first part. I would love to see that sentence diagram. <laughs> <laughs> we want to thank you for listening, and please remember, if a winged old devil man shows up in your place, make sure you know what you're agreeing to, like giving up your soul or something like that, before you make the choice. You can't force me to fall in love with you.